And we're live. Quit making noise, it gets picked up on the speaker. <sighs> oh, and you touching it doesn't? <laughs> Probably just blew somebody's eardrums out. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the podcast from P-Town. I am your co-host, and with the crazy host over here, and we did not record last night, because... We didn't have the news you could use. Thankfully, the news correspondent has shined through once again for us. Daylight, dollar short. It's okay. Thank you, news correspondent. What are you doing? I'm playing with this magnifying glass. Yeah, well, maybe you should be focused. Uh, well, I was trying to focus it on the screen. <sighs> yeah, touche. I probably did say that wrong. Anyhow. Anywho, guess what? What? Guess what we're going to do. Oh, that stupid dog. It was the cat this time, honestly. No, it was the dog. No, the cat's right there. The dog has you... Tr we come out here to watch a movie, and the dog whines until you get up and let her out. That's because you don't it drives take care of her. It, I, if I was out here, she wouldn't go out. Well, that's because she doesn't whine at you. I know, because she's got you trained. It's kind of like the kids. The kids never asked you for stuff. They always ask me for stuff. Well, they asked me for crack cocaine one time. Oh, did they? I... Had to oblige. Oh, yeah, right. You're so full of crap. Um, uh -oh. So, what? I, uh... That other lab needs to go... Well, see, with her, it's all right, because she never oh. goes out, hardly. Yeah, she never... See, the other idiot is just standing there right outside well, the door. Here's the problem. The black one never comes back. She trances yeah. off through the property. Well, she's still on the property, so it doesn't really matter. Well, but when I need her back inside so I can... Get going with my life. Well. Anywho. <sighs> oh, the woes. The first She's world... out there in the woods saying, go on without me. <laughs> I'll All make right. it. Okay. So, um, moving right on to the news you can use. Update from the last podcast. Oh, no. That Shiloh Inn sucks ass. <laughs> we stayed in the summer and the AC did not work. Well, I think... Is this there a news correspondent? Yeah. Oh, well, he could have told us. There was an AC in the rooms. Remember the whole cadet heater part? Yeah. <laughs> Those cadet heaters only push hot air, not cold air. Well, maybe he was in a different... Maybe yeah, he, he was, was in upstairs. the renovated part. He was in the... Well, I remember when we were wee little lads and we'd go to the coast, the Shiloh Inn was like the place to stay. I know. But old Mark Helm Street's been letting people down for ages now, evidently, it sounds well, like. You, you saw the... the what do you call the, the hostess person, the front desk oh, person? Yeah. Yeah. Tattooed freak. I didn't even oh. care about that part. <clears throat> um, moving on. Pacific Power, the pain. Uh, we touched on this a little bit last week, but Pacific Power filed a rate increase proposal in Oregon last week, which seeks a 17.9% <gasps> average increase in energy rates. Oh my gosh. The company says for average residential customers, their bill would increase by twenty nine forty seven per month. Is that on top of the last one they just did? It's almost three hundred and sixty dollars a year. No, this is this is they did the one a while ago, and then this is the that new one that we. How about. can they get away with this? Honestly, well, we were talking about that at work. It's like the problem is is you can't even pick what uh, yeah, you can't electric. Even yeah. You, you, I mean, out here we've got Pacific Power and Central Electric Co-op, but you can't even choose between the two of those. Right. You have to go for a friend of mine who lived. Hey, Texas friend, um, 
message me and let me know if uh, you're deregulated down there by the power. Because another person I talked to that's from Texas said that um, you can choose. Like she said, she would choose like every two years what power company. She, she'd just go down through the list and look at what one had the lowest kilowatt hours yeah. and she would go with them. Really? For the next two years. And then she'd, yeah. in like two years, she'd change again. Worst different power company. Because we don't have an, there's no options. You either yeah. are this or you're that and there's nothing in between. Or you're in the dark. Or you're in the dark and the cold. Uh, it says the company also serves smaller areas in Washington and Northern California. Pacific Power says the major reason for this rate increase is to fund transmission infrastructure improvements, investments in green energy, and wildfire mitigation. Oh, that right there. You know why? Because they're the ones that got sued for that Northern California fire. I thought that was PGE. No, that was Pacific Power because I have a friend that works for Pacific Power. And they stated they got looped big time for that one. Well, tough shit. Didn't burn here. Uh, Bob Jinks with the Oregon Citizens Utility Board said his group is concerned about the impact on customers. No kidding. Which would take effect in January 2025. It's going to cause a lot of damage, he said. It's mm-hmm. going to be really difficult for customers to absorb this, particularly in the middle of winter. Of course, they're going to hit you right when the hitting's yep. good. at Christmas time. Uh, the proposal first has to be approved by the uh, Oregon uh, PUC. And this is after what happened in 2023. Pacific Power has reached settlements and regulator- regulatory proceedings that will see customer bills rise an average of... 15% over 2022, starting January 1st of 2023. So, yeah, yeah they raised it yeah. at the beginning of 2023, and now they're going to raise it again. Yeah. Uh, Texas on fire. The Smokehouse Creek Fire in Hutchinson County grew, continued to grow, scorching an estimated of 850,000 acres. Wow. The Texas A&M Forest Service said uh, it is 3% contained. Already the second largest fire in Texas history, the blaze is quickly approaching the record set by the East Amarillo Complex fire at 907,245 acres in 2006. Facebook user Sam Chiramataro posted a video of the scene recorded at the Canadian Inn, not the Shiloh Inn, in Canadian Texas, and it says at least 30 homes in town burned to the ground. Uh, three displaced people staying here, most evacuated, and don't even know their homes are burned yet. It's been a hell of a day. Oh. I didn't know there was a fire going down there. I didn't either. Huh. That's too bad. It seems like there... I don't know. I guess I, I'm assuming since it's so cold here that there's no fires yeah. anywhere, and I know that's wrong. Uh, there was a Chicago storm. Tornado warnings popped off one by one through the evening and night in the Chicago area as a storm moved to the east. While the tornadoes all still need to be confirmed by the NWS... There were 10 different reports of tornadoes in Illinois and Indiana Tuesday night. A powerful cold front clashed with the warm air that has made it feel like June in Chicago. Earlier Tuesday, the Chicago area made it officially to 74 degrees at O'Hare, but when the cold front plows through, Chicago will be out on the cold side with highs about 32 degrees. Indiana. Is that where my cousin lives, or is it Iowa? it's Iowa. Iowa, yeah. Uh, protesting farmers spray Brussels police with liquid manure near EU's base in a new display of power. Oh, this is that thing about the farmers again. Farmers clashed with the police in Belgium on Monday, spraying officers with liquid manure and throwing eggs and flares at them. In a fresh show of force, as the European Union's agriculture ministers uh, met in search of ways to address the protesters' concerns. The farmers are angry at red tape and competition from cheap imports from countries not in the EU's relatively high standards. Uh, Brussels 
said that 900 tractors had entered the city, uh, many bearing down on the European Council building where the ministers were meeting. Smoke drifted through the air near where the police and riot gear sheltered behind concrete barriers uh, and barbed wire. They were wearing their fire and tear gas, water cannons, uh, tractors came down the roads, and uh, they were blocking public support, public transport. Oh, really? Yeah. Ooh. So, yeah, that kind of sucks. Um, looking at deaths, Michael Jones, better known as Virgil. He was 61. He was an American uh, professional wrestler. Remember Virgil from professional wrestling? No. He was with WWF and WCW, and he was an actor. It doesn't say what he died of. I wonder what he died of. Mm. Uh, Richard Lewis was 76. He was an American comedian and actor from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Anything But Love, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. Uh, He died of a heart attack. Oh. Danzel Joel Silos, better known as Bigadago. Bigadog? Big... Anyhow, 26, he was a Dutch rapper. He was shot. Ooh. In addition to his hip-hop career, Bigadigo hmm? was frequently associated with crime. Huh. His criminal record went back to the age of 12 when he was convicted of street robbery. Uh, Bigadigo <laughs> liked to show himself with expensive items that, according to the investigative services, were largely financed by the cocaine trade. In 2021, Bigadigo was involved in a rap feud with Amsterdam rapper Chiv. Gold chains were allegedly stolen on both sides and disc tracks were released. My. You stupid rappers. Get over it. Good grief. Um, and why do they kind of make such hard names, names to pronounce? I know. Makes it hard for us. Um, but yeah, so he was shot, so That's sounds like he had it coming for a while. His life was... It's like Tupac. But a lot of people say Tupac's not dead. No. Oh, um, getting on to our regular scheduled programming. Uh, so, you're going to make a choice this week. Yay! So, we can either do Colts number four, or uh, we can take a break from Colts, and we can talk about organ trafficking. Ew, that's horrible. Because you're not talking about, like, traffic studies, like, oh, we have too many cars on the road. Nope. Stay with Colts. Okay. God, it feels like a horrible option. I guess we're looking at Colts again. Well, it's not my fault. You gave me a horrible choice. Can we talk about, like, I don't know, something positive? Butterfly farts? Do butterflies fart? I don't know. I don't know. Blue whales do, though. Apparently. Yes, the uh, news correspondent think, seems to think that's just the funniest thing since sliced bread. Well, you got to think. I mean, blue whales have two blowholes. <laughs> oh, my. But if a blue whale were to fart, okay. I mean, gosh. Can you do something? Can you do me a favor? I wouldn't think kelp would be that gassy. It's a plant. Yeah? You're gassy with broccoli and asparagus and... No, not with asparagus, you're not gassy. No, your pee just smells. Yeah, it just makes you smell funny when you pee. Um, um, kind of like that burning sensation. What? You know, you got a burning sensation when you pee. No. If you do, you've I, got some serious issues. I did, but the doctor gave me a pill for it. Oh, stop. Oh, my gosh. Okay, moving on. Can you ever do anything positive? Like, does it always have to be negative and gross and disgusting well, sometimes and death? Col- sometimes cults are positive. No. 
when people break out of them. That's Anyhow. a positive thing. Hey, listeners, let's come up with something positive, like something more, you know, kind or nice or uh, more sunshiny. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing, because I'm kind of getting tired of researching cults all the time. And I'm probably on some FBI watch list now, too. Probably. If they ever came and did my Google search history, <laughs> they'd probably lock me under the jail. Um, well, that's always comforting to know. Thanks, dear. Well, if all you got on your search history is cults and organ trafficking on the dark web and how to get on the dark web and stuff like that. What is wrong with you? What? Even your youngest told you that was a horrible idea. But it'd be kind of fun just to see what's out there. Of course, the fr when I was talking to my friends at work about it, the first thing their minds went to was, what, you want to look at child porn? Oh, my gosh. Like, you are some sick people. Maybe I want to look at hitmen for hire or something. Yep, keep talking. Yeah, so, keep researching that. That'd anyhow. be great. Anyhow. Oh, and I reached out to a guy from the FBI to ask him if they, when they, uh, took down the Silk Road if he had any numbers on how much of that business was organ trafficking business, but he hasn't messaged me back yet. The Silk Road? Yeah, the Silk Road. It was a big place on the dark web that they took down where it was a big... I mean, you could get anything on that place. You could get... You could order drugs. You could order... One guy did hire a hitman on there. You could um, order organs on there. And if they don't have the organ, they'll go out and get one for you for the right price. Didn't Blacklist have something like that? Probably. So, yeah. that uh, You should research the Silk Road. Uh, no. No. Uh, Dread Pirate Roberts, I think, was the guy's name. They took him down in a library. Probably because he was at some place using their Wi-Fi. And they found that he had over... That place had over a billion dollars, I think it was, in Bitcoin. That Silk Road did, but like 50,000 of it got stolen. Oh, 50,000 out of a Dread, billion? Dread Pirate Roberts, for running the Silk Road, he got two life sentences plus 20 years, I think. With no possibility of parole. Well, why don't they just euthanize him? Yeah, that's yeah, that, that's another thing, too. Why don't the... Uh, why are we going to pay for him? 30000 a year or 40000 a year? Like a million a year. What? Yeah, it costs a lot of money for those people to stay in prison. Why? I don't know, but they... Uh, yeah, it costs all this money. If they know that they're never going to get out, then just kill the suckers and get on with life. Obviously, they've got on with their lives. Right. Speaking of executing people in prison, this uh, guy was getting ready to go into the electric chair. This is a joke. And the priest said, Apparently. Hey. Uh, is this appropriate? You, yes. He says, do you have anything, uh, do you have any last wish? And he said, yeah, well, you hold my hand. That's terrible. <laughs> Okay. Anywho. So anyhow, it seems the cult swings have been pretty well received. Um, no Sickos. death threats or anything like that. Um, there's a bunch of them to cover, but uh, we'll get to that. Uh, I just get kind of tired of researching cults sometimes. Okay. It's I think it's my ADHD kicks in, and I then I go off into someplace else. Well, how about you go off into someplace happy? Uh, the first one that we're going to talk about is a real doozy. Mm -hmm. uh, this cult is called Love Has Won. 
and it's also known as the Galactic Federation of Light. Uh, or now it's known as 5D Full Disclosure. And I tell you what, check this. If you're on Facebook, go and check out the 5D Full Disclosure site on Facebook. They are some wackos. Talking about the energy is going to be good this time of year. And, oh, it's weird. But anyhow, um, this cult was started by a girl by the name of Amy Carlson. And she had some pretty weird reliefs. Uh, her followers called her Mother God. And growing up, it seemed like she was pretty normal. Uh, her mother said that she did good in school. She was mainly getting A's and B's. But after school, she started talking about some weird stuff like starships and whatnot. And then she started getting into New Age philosophy. And this was somewhere between 2000 and 2007. I wasn't quite sure. Uh, she ended up meeting a person on the lightworkers.org forum named Amareth White Eagle. And this guy ended up convincing her that she was divine. So by the end of 2007, she le she had left her third husband and her children and her job as a manager at McDonald's. So, And then she left all that uh, behind and she met up with White Eagle in Colorado. And these people, they incorporate a little bit of everything into their beliefs. They have uh, New Age philosophies. They've got conspiracy theories. Uh, some people consider normal religious stuff. Um, as for Amy, they considered her, her to be a 19 billion year old being that had birthed all creation. What? Yeah. And the universe is only 14 billion years old, so explain that one to me. Um, and over her span, she had been reincarnated 534 times. Uh, some of the reincarnations of her were Jesus, uh, Joan of Arc, Marilyn Monroe, and... I would go, this kind of came to me in a blinding flash while I was researching this, that with this, all this reincarnation stuff, somebody's got to be lying because all the people that have been reincarnated, I, I think there may be even two of them in this episode, they say that they were Jesus or somebody famous. You know what I'm saying? So somebody's got to be lying. Nobody ever says well, no that kidding. they're a reincarnation of Joe the Shoemaker down at the corner. They just, it's always somebody with all this pizzazz to them. Um... But anyhow, she was going to lead the 144,000 people into the fifth dimension, mm. which gets you to the 5D full disclosure. Uh, and it was also noted that she kind of got passed around like a dollar bill through the group. Oh. Yeah. Um, they kind of think one of her names was Molly Mattressback. Uh, so getting into more of their beliefs, they believe that she was queen of the lost continent of Lemuria and that now they live inside of Mount Shasta. She also claimed that Donald Trump was her father in a past oh life, and she had spoken to Robin Williams after he was already dead, and uh, that he was some sort of archangel. And they also believed in Atlantis, the lost city of Atlantis, right. and reptilians, and all that type of stuff. And then they bought into the QAnon stuff. Uh, they say the Holocaust cost was a hoax. Oh, gosh. Uh, so there is... Yeah, so did the six million Jews, you whack job. Ten million. Uh, so the core group was only about 12 to 20 people. Oh. And they were always out there trying to recruit more. But then the allegations started. Uh, there were claims of abuse and starvation and things like that in the group. But they were moving around quite a bit. They eventually ended up in Colorado. And then in 2020, it was stated that she was in... Oh, they'd moved to, like, Hawaii and stuff and... Uh, then in 2020, it was stated that she was in poor health and she was paralyzed from the waist down. Uh, I didn't find out how that happened. And then it was also stated that she had cancer. And by April 2021, they were living in an RV near Mount Shasta. 
RV. And they were being asked to leave uh, because um, all the people hanging around there and cleanliness and things like that. Um, but by the 10th of April of 2021 was the last time anyone had seen her alive. Hmm. But the group or somebody they knew transported her body back to Colorado. And on the 28th of that month, they found her corpse in the mansion or in the mission house near the Crestone, Colorado. And it was partially mummified, partially decaying, partially, yeah. Uh, the 20, or the group split up after her death, uh, but there still is, like I said, a Facebook uh, 5D fold of closure page. And yeah, there's people, they talk about some weird crap on there. Well, they'd have it, to be weird. It's just weird. Um, yeah, so that's uh, this 5D fold disclosure one. Here's another weird one. Uh, this one's in Queensland, Australia, and this one is called Divine Truth. And it was started by a guy by the name of Alan John Miller. And this guy is another one who claims to be a reincarnation of Jesus. But this one, he has a woman by his side named Mary Suzanne Luck, who is a reincarnation of Mary Magdalene. Oh. So he's Jesus right. and she's Mary Magdalene, of right. course. of course. Uh, which I think it's kind of crazy how these things work out because uh, both of these people lived and they knew each other thousands of years ago, and then they both get reincarnated about the same time and end up finding each other. Wow. And actually, he's about 16 years older than her, and I was going to look, well, I don't know if you could find it, but it'd be interesting to see if Mary Magdalene died 16 years after Jesus. Mm. But anyhow... Um, they were able to find each other after being reincarnated, which is just cute and lovey. Um, but anyhow, it says that these two prey on the emotionally vulnerable and manipulate and abuse their followers, oh. which is kind of what all cults do, I look at. Um, another thing I thought of is... This is your rabbit hole. It makes you wonder if cult leaders, if they're like laying in bed at night thinking... Like, I'm really crazy. Or no, thinking, like, what are people going to, what am I going to tell them tomorrow so that they still believe me and still follow me and still send me money? <clears throat> it's kind of like I lay in bed at night and think, what am I going to do a podcast on so people still might listen? Um, so anyhow, but both these wackos say that they, uh, after they died on Earth in their previous lives, they lived in the spirit world and were able to find a way to come back. Hmm. Um... Which, like I said, AJ must have been quicker than her because he made it 16 years before her. Um, so he does all the teachings uh, of the divine truth. Or he says that they are all divine truth, I guess. They come from how God sees things, not how we do. And they come directly to him. So oh. it's pretty convenient. Yeah. So as with all cults, they do have some decent points. Uh, he says that the purpose is to create a personal relationship with God. Which I think, you know, it says without the need for Jesus or priests or anything like that. Um, but I do know in the Bible it says that Jesus says no one comes to the Father except through me. So not sure where they found their beliefs. Well, so to, the way to create this relationship with God was through humility, praying for divine truth, and then praying for God's divine love to enter your soul. But this guy basically teaches that when your soul leaves your body, it goes to the spirit world. And there are different levels there, up to 36 levels. Oh. And each seventh level contains major lessons that you have to learn. And you have to travel up through these spheres by learning to love. 
And the other thing with this place is if there is no commune, the place where these two people live is their own little place. Uh, there isn't a community of followers or anything like that that live there. He said the only time they get together is one of his followers asks and pays them to come speak. Um, I didn't actually find anything where it says they abuse people. Um, I guess it was mainly by abusing them financially. Or mentally. Or mentally, yeah. Not any type of physical abuse on them. But that one, it was kind of a short one, and they uh, they were weird. Uh, the last one we're going to talk about is another sick one. And I w- had recently watched a documentary on this. And this one, you could do a whole... This is another one you could do a whole podcast on. Because uh, this one, it wasn't always considered a cult. Um, some consider it a sect or a new religious movement. And in this one... A lot of it's focused around one, or a lot of the stuff that you know about this cult is focused around one person. Um, and we're talking about the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Huh. Do you know who that person is that we're talking about? Joseph? No, 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 no. It's not the regular Mormons. Oh. This is the offshoot of the Mormons. Ouch! Stupid cat. I don't know. Uh, I think you've told me before. It's Warren Jeffs. Don't you remember that? Did Were you sleeping while I was watching that documentary in the hotel? I don't watch. Probably. Where, where were we at? Over at the coast. Just In the beautiful Shiloh on our big screen TV. Oh, yes. All 27 inches of it. Yeah. Yeah, no. I was sleeping. Hallelujah. So, this cult, like I said, it's kind of tied to Mormonism. Um so hopefully the Mormons won't get too offended if any of them listen to this. And if I misspeak about anything about Mormonism, then feel free to write in and correct me. Um, I'd love to debate that topic with you. So it does appear that in the early days of Mormonism, they did allow the multiple wives thing. Um, but it seems at some point they stopped it. And then in 1886, the head poobah of the Mormons had gotten a divine revelation that it was okay again. But then that only lasted for about four years because in 1890, uh, or in the 1890 manifesto, it wasn't okay again. So back and forth and back and forth it went. Uh, But some people were still doing it in areas. And in 1904, the church excommunicated those that were still having plural marriages. And so all these people that were still practicing it, they uh, tended to congregate in a place called Short Creek. And then in 1935, the LDS excommunicated all the people of Short Creek who wouldn't sign a decree... Uh, denouncing polygamy. Hmm. So, a guy by the name of John Barlow, he wanted to keep the plural marriage stuff alive, and he wanted to set up a camp on the Utah-Arizona border so that they could easily cross state lines if they were going to be raided. Oh my gosh. So, that would be one of the first signs to me that maybe what we were doing is wrong. You think? If you have to, if you plan to set up your cult compound on state lines so that when the cops raid you, you can go across state lines right uh but anyhow this guy he led the group until his death in 1949 and then as time went on other guys took over the group blah 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 finally ending up with warren jeffs uh he kind of took over this after his father died because his father was uh oh crap uh shoot i can't remember the guy it's something jeffs obviously but anyhow um he had originally said that his father's wives were off limits to all men, except for him, maybe, because he ended up marrying all but two of his father's wives. Oh. Uh, one of them refused to marry him, so she was not allowed to ever remarry. And then the other one fled the compound and helped to bring on the legal battles against them. Oh, good. 
which this helped to put Jeffs on the FBI's most wanted list in 2006. And when I was watching the documentary about this guy, this is where it gets kind of gross. Not kind of, it gets really gross. Uh, he had sex with girls as young as 13. Oh, gosh. And they actually had, oh. on that documentary, they <gasps> they had, Wait. they were giving audio of him talking to this girl while he was doing it with her. And Wait, I think I did wake up. Was this the one where she had to be confronted him in um, court? Yeah. She was blonde hair? Yeah. Oh, I did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I yeah. They vaguely remember. But she put him away. Oh, yeah, he got put away. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, um, he also had multiple wives. Some say he only had three because that that's was... Multiple. That's one of their beliefs. Well, I don't know, three, you know. One is the loneliest number. Uh, but then others say he had more than 80 and had fathered more than 60 children. Um, so he's hands and feet above Nick Cannon. Uh, the thing is, though, that while he was on the run from the law, it was stated that he spent a lot of time in Vegas in strip joints and all sorts of other things. So not only was he was deranged, he was just a big old pervert. Mm -hmm. uh, but going back to the church, uh, they believe in one man rule, which basically the power and authority of God is given to only one man. And for some reason, the guy who states that he's the one man, evidently everybody just believes him or something. I don't know. Uh, they also believe in the plural marriage stuff. They said that each man should had a should have a minimum of three wives, and that's how you become perfect or whatever is by having at least three wives. What? I don't know. I'm just going by what they say in the uh, the bylaws. Internet. Oh. Uh, they believe in the patriarchal patriarchal system where the wives must be under the man's rule, which I can kind of get on board with that. Yeah. Uh, Good luck. And I think this is kind of how he was able to rape and uh, marry so many young girls and things like that. Because, you know, if he says it and he's the divine one man or whatever the hell he calls himself, then, you know, okay. he's... But as a mom... You... Oh, no, they're moms. No, what I'm saying is, as a mom, don't even come near my kid. Well, you would think. But there were moms... So at one point, the cops went in there and raided this place and took all the kids away. Mm-hmm. And the moms were begging for them to bring, I miss my kids, I miss my kids, and all this other crap. But they were still devout followers of this wacko. Yeah. So, uh, they also have placement marriages where they tell the wives who they were going to marry. And this was on the documentary that I watched too. One girl was forced to marry her first cousin. And I think she was only 14 at the time. Oh, gosh. Um, so yeah, there's that. Uh, all property is pretty much owned by the church. It's actually a subsidiary of the church uh, called the United Effort Plan, which is the part of the church that owns all this property or whatever. Um, and they, so they also believe in what they called the serpent, serpent seed. And this is basically all the descendants of Cain, you know, Cain and Abel. Yeah. So the, they say the descendants of Cain are the serpent seed. And I actually, I've talked to a true Mormon about this uh, back at a place where I used to work. And he, uh, they basically, the serpent seed were children of Satan. And they had survived the flood through the wife of Ham. 
because you know Noah and his three sons and their wives. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ham was one of the sons, and through his wife, they were able to continue Cain's lineage. Mm-hmm. Uh, which uh, uh, there's the more the more you dig into this stuff, the more stuff you learn about like ancient times, anyhow. But they also say that this is where black people came from. And that's what the Mormon guy that I knew said, is that the black people were the descendants of Cain and they were cursed. No. They were Jehovah Witnesses. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, also, uh, they say that both men and women can't have tattoos. Women can't cut their hair short. And they can't have skirts above their knees. Uh, they can't wear makeup and trousers. Or makeup or trousers. And men had to dress, like, with, like, they had to, it kind of looked like Mennonites, basically. All the women were wearing uh-huh. dresses. The men were all dressed, like, in shirts and stuff, right. you know. button up and s- yeah. suspenders and. Um, but Warren Jeffs is still running this group um, from prison. And. Uh, How can that be? He's actually going to be allowed parole in 2038. Oh, shh. But hopefully he'll be dead by then. Oh, uh, but it's he has calls with his uh, people in they prison. Still... But he's gone on. He's It's weird. He's just weird. He's gone on, like, multiple hunger strikes while he's been in prison. Well, not long enough. And all sorts of other weird crap that I read about the guy that I didn't bother writing in here. He's just. Uh, but he's still running the group. And there's people that still follow him, even though when they were sending him money, because when he went on the run from the FBI, they were sending him money, and he was using the money to go to, like, strip joints and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just weird. Uh, but he is in the same prison with the guy that killed Chris Kyle. Oh, no joke. So hopefully maybe this guy will take a shot at him. Well, I don't think he gets that opportunity. But, uh, yeah. Oh, what is, oh, where's this prison at? Oh, crap. Crap. I can't remember. Oh. It's back east somewhere. I didn't realize um, that Chris Kyle's um, murderer was... I mean, I thought it would be like a more secure prison, but maybe it's not. Well, I mean, every, most all prisons, I think, have their, their like maximum, maximum and security and all that type of stuff, yeah. Yeah, okay, I got you. But anyhow, um, yeah, and that's pretty much all we need to say about the stupid uh, fundamentalist Latter-day Saint people. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's still, and I'm assuming there's still probably some plural marriages going on, like oh, behind sure. the scenes type of stuff and everything like that. Um, I have a hard enough time keeping one woman happy. I don't know how to do it with three, but you could think about that. You could get home from work and there could possibly be three dinners made. Pretty sure that's not how it works, dear. Pretty sure that's not how it works. Or... It just think how quickly you know three women could be vacuuming all at the same time. Get you know, many hands make light work. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd be doing it for you. See. Yep. All about me. Yeah. I'm not selfish that way. Yeah. Well, I kind of am. So I'll just keep you know doing the work and okay. vacuuming and dishes and. You know, all the things. Well, you should probably get somebody to help you with By that. By myself. There's probably people out there willing to help you. I'm, no, I don't think there is. And I'm good with that. So, anyhow, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Looks like we're talking about organ trafficking next week. Ugh, God. 
hey, you just put off the inevitable, lady. Oh, maybe I'll be sick next week. Um, I'll Actually, probably be sick. Monday is going to be a long day for me, so Tuesday I'm just going to have to not use my brain. I'll just have to skip it. Yes? I'm going to be nice. I'm not even going to comment on that. Thank you. Um, I'm sure one of your buddies on that listens will have commented. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that's about all I had for this evening. Seriously, let's find some positive, like, podcasts to, to research about. Like, I don't know. Well, here, Pippi Longstockings, why don't you think of something? Because I'm busy with my life. Well, all of our listeners are busy with their lives. I mean, both of them have you're, a life. Your long-haul truck driving buddy, he's driving, long-hauling. He's got all kinds of time to think. Well, if you would have been here in the early days of the podcast, uh, there was lots of times where I talked about positive stuff. Like what? I talked about the history of the American Quarter Horse on one of the episodes. Yeah, I know. I talked about the history of Les Schwab. Yeah, I know. I talked about the history of Prineville. Mm-hmm. Those are positives. <laughs> but no, I just want to come in when the blood and guts start. <laughs> Remember, I had to endure one of your songs where you decided to write about every lyric in there. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little old after a while. Why don't you... Okay, we'll have to think of something. Anywho. Okay. Well, um, I hope you guys have a a good rest of your evening or day if you're listening to this tomorrow. Right. And uh, go out and do something nice for somebody. Maybe invite them to your next... uh, cult meeting everybody (laughs) likes to bite the heads off chickens and pee on the ceilings so oh that's terrible okay anyhow really be do something nice for somebody if you can't find somebody who's kind then be that kind person it's kind of like if you walk into a room and you can't spot the idiot (laughs) then where did yeah. that come up? I'm trying to... You always take my positives and put it, turn them into a... Spin them into a negative. No. No, I, you did. I was talking about if you can't... If you don't know who the idiot is in the room, <laughs> then that may be kind of telling. <laughs> okay. Anyhow, be kind. Be nice. Do something nice for somebody. Um, anyhow. We hope you have a good week. Bye. <laughs>